This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. Good morning. Welcome to Newsmakers 1490 WDAN. Linda Bolton with you. Uh, not at all what we planned today. We actually were going to have a wonderful conversation with David Rui, who heads up public works for the city of Danville. Not surprisingly, he's got a couple of other things to do right now that are a little bit more important than my show. Uh, so he uh, he will be with us next week and we will reflect back on what this uh, fun experience was like. Uh, so joining me this morning is, you know, always my favorite, my favorite backup. Mike Halvey's with me. He's in his car on his way to get coffee, right? Well, yeah, that was the idea, but I was running a, I was running a little later than I should be to be on your show. So I am safely pulled off in the parking lot of the um, Village Mall. So it's a, we're we're not in violation of any rules this morning. No, Linda. no, but you can you can grab it during the break, maybe. That we're good. I'll <laughs> wait. For the- <laughs> uh, oh, oh, it's Thanks good to grab. I said, I thanks just, for having me. Absolutely. It's always a pleasure. You know, uh, as, as soon as, as it turned ugly or said it was going to turn ugly, Mike jumped right in and said, hey, if you need anything, let me know. And like I said, we just, there's no way Mr. Rui could, uh, could be with us this morning when he is trying to get all those trucks out there and get streets plowed and, and uh, handle this thing as it develops. It is uh, it has been an interesting uh, show of how times have changed, Mike. Uh, used to be in the day. Um, well, first of all, whether these young TV anchors believe it or not, we have had big snowstorms. Uh, <laughs> and we have somehow survived them. But um, uh, it's been interesting, the um, anticipatory uh, preparations and planning that have gone into this storm and it is a reflection i think of the technology we have now that we can get so much more information on the front end as opposed to waiting until it happens no you're 100 percent right and as someone who uh i like weather i like severe weathers you know uh emergency planning and and uh, you know i've taken the tornado spotting class and all of that stuff i find it extremely fascinating. Um, and you're right, technology has changed a lot. You know, as, as, as old-time radio people, you and I remember, um, you know, school closings. I mean, that was like the highlight of the year when you got oh, uh, my Lord. Yeah. report school closings and all of that. And now a lot of schools have direct communication links, obviously, thanks to the pandemic, back to their uh, families and whatnot. It's still very important to get that information out to, a, to the broader community. But in terms of more, uh, you know, more direct communication into the the students in a specific district. Things have changed a little bit, but you're right about the advanced warning. And you know, let's let's face it, for us old timers, Linda, and I throw myself in the category. Hey, we remember Mr. Roberts and his uh, magnetic weather boards. On yes, yes, yes. <laughs> and you know, and giving us, uh, you know, giving us barometric pressure changes and things like that. And 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 it's like, oh my gosh, what's going to happen? Well, now. I mean, anyone with their phone, tablet, computer can go online and watch and, and you know, and get real-time radar. Rick Harper's uh, website is like amazing. It's one of the best in the entire state for sure. 
And also, you know, from a projection standpoint, everybody's losing their mind. Oh my gosh, we're going to get 12. We're going to get 18. We're going to get 20 plus. Uh, you know, and let's say we end up with nine. Well, people are going to be disappointed that we didn't get to 20. I'm here to tell you, nine's just fine. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's, it's, it's okay. And then, you know, in preparation story, if you don't mind, I'll share a little inside baseball because obviously things have changed on the radio front. Again, technology and making sure that, that those channels are wide open. You and I were sharing information yesterday that you were, you know, that you were getting from various weather and emergency planning sources and Ameren, et cetera, and all very important to make sure we get those passed along as quick as possible. But, you know, it's like uh, some of the practical stuff. So at the radio station, uh, you know, we have certain concerns to make sure that we're able to deliver the information that we want to our listeners and our community and need to. And one of those actually involves a satellite dish. Well, something occurred three years ago, Linda, that you may not be aware of, and that is the primary satellite that distributes audio content to radio stations all across North America changed. And the satellite that, it, that used to, do, to be the primary link to that was in the southwest uh, horizon. And it was fairly low in the horizon, which means that your dishes were you know, pretty much straight up and down, right. which meant that when the snow came, it kind of fell out. And only when you got that blowing snow, that snow would impact your dish, where you would actually have to go out and physically remove the snow. And it, it, was, it, it wasn't all that often, but occasionally you had to do that. Well, three years ago, that satellite, as we say in the business, fell out of the sky, and it was replaced with one that's a little higher up in the sky, which means your dishes sit back a little more, and they're more exposed to snow. So uh, in, in our company, we have, uh, because of some shared distribution, we have uh, of our 20-some radio stations, we have five primary satellite dishes that provide content to our, um, to our stations. And so um, yesterday we were planning, okay, who is in charge of grooming? <laughs> so across the company, we, you know, we have assigned that task to specific individuals, regardless of time of day. So once the snow builds up, we have individuals who are assigned to go out with a broom and in some cases, a step ladder and remove the, the snow from the dish so that the listeners uh, will not be impacted with the information that they need to get. How about that? That's pretty cool. Actually, you know, again, that's another indication of how we've changed over the years. You know, we didn't use to plan real well. Uh, we used to struggle with planning. I know because it was part of that with emergency management. Um, and it was always a struggle to get people to sit down at the table and plan that for something that may or may not ever happen and how we're going to respond. I think we've gotten more open to that. I think we've realized that planning ahead of time actually enables us to respond better when a situation arises, when, when things um, occur that can impact ourselves, our families, our businesses, our schools, whatever. Um, we're a little bit more open to that. And I think that's, that's another indication. So, so maybe 10 years ago, nobody would have thought about sweeping out those dishes until all of a sudden you didn't have a signal. It's like, Hey, maybe we need to sweep that out. <laughs> Somebody go out there and do that. 
So, well, so the planning and preparedness is important. No, 100% right. And uh, you are so right. And certainly at the municipal level too, Linda. And let's face it, what we've been through over the last, you know, fully two years, we're into our third year of the pandemic. We have really learned to work, you know, so much better together. Not that everybody was, we all had shared mission, right? We want to make sure that our communities are taken care of and our, and, and our citizens are safe and our kids are warm and, and our seniors are being looked after. I mean, all those things that are super important for sure. But the pandemic has changed kind of how we do that. Yeah, and it has. That's, that's one of the things I've been, you know, I've been articulating to our, our staff. And actually, we started looking at this on Thursday of last week um, when the early indications were like, you know, we could get a pretty good snow next week. Um, but the same thing is, all right, so how do we, you know, how do we, how do we work together? In our company, how are we, you know, how are we sharing resources across communities to make sure that if one area needed some extra help, we were, you know, we could do that. And again, another just basic thing uh, in our Decatur operation, we have enough, uh, our, um, a number of our uh, transmitter sites that are out in, in exposed areas. And so we, we moved a four, uh, four wheel drive truck uh, that we had available in Springfield over to Decatur uh, just to guarantee that everybody had full access to, to what they needed. But, you know, we're doing that in the city too, right? In, and again, emergency planning and services and, and your guests today, uh, you know, I noticed some of the city trucks yesterday, the pickup trucks had the plows on and they were yep. ready to, um, so people had advanced warning and, and I think, you know, we're, as a result, we're all going to be okay. And here's the other thing, this is a shared experience much like the pandemic. So as I like to say, it was raining, everybody was getting wet. And so we're all, we're all going to just go through this together and uh, there should be no panic. Uh, there's a lot of preparation. And if someone needs help, there are people in this community that, that can respond. And that's another, you know, I saw that from the city uh, yesterday, get your, you know, get your cars off the street get out of the way of emergency vehicles. So if someone does need to have emergency response, they're unencumbered by someone's vehicle that should never have been in the street to begin with. Yeah. And we want to remind people too, if you don't have to go out, please don't. I mean, I realize it is not the apocalypse at the moment, but that doesn't mean that's, that's a good time to go. Oh, I don't know. Buy a new car. Uh, <laughs> Anytime you know. time to buy a new car. You do it. Oh, that's true. That's Local true. People. Uh, but but please, you know, if you don't have to go out, don't go out, particularly not on the on the highways, because that is dangerous. Just one quick uh, tie up to what you were talking about. I don't think a lot of people realize that probably 10, 15 years ago, most of our first responders weren't even in um, weren't even able to communicate with each other. We have we have gained so much ground now in our planning and our preparedness and our ability to work together to take on these situations. It is just stunning to me how far we have come because at one time, our first responders couldn't even communicate with each other. So we've got a lot of ground gained, a lot of ground still to gain, but we're doing well. And we're going to take a break and be back in just a moment to Newsmakers 1490 WDAN. 1490 WDAN. Welcome back to Newsmakers 1490 WDAN. Linda Bolton with you on this uh, 
snowy newsmakers show. Uh, we have rearranged things. Uh, Public Works was supposed to be with us today. They're pretty darn busy right now. And we will catch up with them next week and we'll reflect back on how they handled things and, and get a chance to talk to Mr. Rui about how his staff responded. With me, though, is Mike Hulvey sitting in the Village Mall parking lot waiting to get his coffee at McDonald's. <laughs> Mike always is kind enough to step in. Hey, Mike, you mentioned, well, a couple of things I want to say before I get to that. I want to remind everybody, uh, Ameren does have their emergency operations center open. They, be they began days ago st uh, staging their trucks. They're most concerned, quite frankly, about the wind and the ice. And that's something we all have to worry about. If we can maintain power through this, good to go. That's great. But I just want to remind everybody, 800-755-5000 to report an outage. They're standing by. They're waiting. And uh, they want to get things fixed as soon as possible. Uh, I, I so appreciate what they try to do. So I'm going to mention that. I want to mention again, please stay off the roads. If you don't have to go somewhere, please don't go out and gawk. Not a great day to go drive through Kennecuck and see how pretty the snow is on the deer. No, don't do that. <laughs> stay home. Stay safe. Listen to the Illini game on, on, uh, uh, on our station and, uh, and, and stay safe. So we want to do that. So, Mike, you mentioned your uh, story about your dad when he was superintendent. Share. I do. You know, and, and maybe the reason I like these sorts of situations is because as a young person, my father was a school administrator. And uh, my dad, we came to Vermilion County after my father uh, took the position as superintendent at Oakwood. And we came from a small district north of Peoria called Mid, uh, Mid County, which was uh, in Marshall County, Illinois. So as a kid, I grew up, and again, got to keep in mind, it's the 70s, right? So this is before small, this is before touchtone phones, I think, because I remember rotary dial phones. And <laughs> the weather would get bad. My dad would set up like an emergency command center in the family room. So we had the card table out. He put the, you know, the phone on the extension, you know, with the, with the long cable. And then he had his note cards with the road commissioner's numbers on them, the bus drivers, the teachers. Um, and again, real responsibility as any superintendent knows is the safety of your students. And especially in rural districts, when you've got school buses out on roads and, and weather's bad and all of that sort of thing, you know, it was a stressful situation. My mom, uh, who, who passed last year, she loved a great snowstorm. My dad was never more nervous during this. <laughs> anyway, I remember that. So I wrote, you know, phones are calling and my friends would call. And they're like, hey, is your dad going to close school? And of course, you know, the last thing my dad wanted, you know, was, you know, anyone calling the house asking if he was going to close school as he was trying to assess the situation with those experts in the field. So anyway, uh, my dad told me a story the other night because we were talking in preparation for the, st the storm this week. And he said, I remember one year, it was, it was that, you know, that terrible year of 1977, 78, when we had so many snows. And I think it was, I think he said this was January of 77, that the, the Oakwood district used 16 snow days in the month oh of January. 16 snow days. But there was one day in particular, he said that they, they knew weather was going to come in. And so he had, you know, the school, they got the kids to school and my dad's talking to the road commissioner and the road commissioner told my dad, well, I'm going to go out and assess the situation, and I will let you know at 11 o'clock what we need to do. So dad says, okay. So 11 o'clock, the phone rings. 
the phone rang and it was the road commissioner and said, Mr. Holvey, nine o'clock was the right time. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, this was a huge challenge then to get, you know, and then the weather came in and, and, you know, not for the families, but then it was this huge challenge with the teachers and the, and uh, the local officials and, and of course, the, the building principals to get, make sure the kids were all safe. But, you know, even with the best of intentions and the technology of the time and the communications of the time, you know, uh, and not, not a story that was unfamiliar to anyone, you know, who was, you know, in such a position. And so um, the 16 snow days in the month of January, and I remember as a kid, the, the, those blizzards and Linda, we didn't do anything. I mean, I, I mean, there was... Nothing was moving. Nothing was happening. You didn't leave your house. No, uh, you know, actually, Wilbur and I were having that conversation yesterday, and he said then, it's interesting looking back that when we used to have all those snow days, nobody ever explored the concept of, of course, we didn't have the technology, but to figure out ways for e-learning. But again, we didn't have the technology. And that's, that's been the big change, I think, over the last couple of years with COVID and allowing school districts to have that option that they didn't have in the past so that you can actually still learn. Uh, but snow days used to be snow days. They were, they were freebies. I mean, <laughs> we it, loved them. <laughs> we loved it, them. Well, as you'll appreciate this and in, in anyone our age, Linda, and that is, you know, unless the ditto machine was working overtime and, you know, as kids when they would pass out handouts and it would be that fresh ditto paper, uh, you know, how many kids would smell their ditto paper? Oh, yeah, you could get high on that stuff. That's great. But, you know, unless they knew and said, well, it looks like the next couple of days, are gonna, you know, so here's a stack full of homework to do. That was about the extent of the home, you know, educational experience. So, again, technology has changed so much uh, for sure. So, you know, that's the interesting thing here. This is our first pandemic snowstorm. It is. Well, and, and uh, you know, you were when you were talking about your dad's stuff, um, Derek and I were talking before we went on air and I was saying that's one of the challenges, you know, I think most people expected to wake up this morning to, you know, uh, six, seven, eight, ten 10 inches of snow and that's not the case. So there's that normal, uh, human nature. Okay. Let's jump in the car and go somewhere. Let's go do something, whatever. Please don't do that. Uh, and, 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 Obviously, a lot of places have already shut down and won't even open today in order to keep people safe. Because if you get out there now, when that heavier amount of snow comes down later on during the day, you're, you could potentially be in grave danger. So it's very serious. Once again, the Ameren phone number is 800-755-5000 to report an outage. They are, their, their emergency center is open. Their, their trucks are staged, and uh, they are praying that that ice will not affect our power lines, as are we all. We'll be back in just a moment to Newsmakers 1490 WDAN. 1490 WDAN. Welcome back to Newsmakers 1490 WDAN. Linda Bolton with you and on the Zoom call this morning, Michael Halvey out in the middle of the Village Mall parking lot waiting to get his coffee. Bless his heart. He's put off his coffee until until we get done with the show. He stepped in to fill the void uh, as Public Works got a little bit busy this morning and couldn't be with us. 
as we had originally planned. I do like my timing on that. Didn't you think that was kind of special that today was of all days is the day I buffed David Rui? <laughs> Linda, that shows how on top of the news you are. <laughs> yeah, it was just a little too on top. <laughs> when you think back uh, to when you're, you know, you mentioned Mr. Roberts before. Uh, uh, Mr. Peoples on Channel 17 reminds me a lot of him. Uh, Mr. Roberts had this way of, um, this shows how old I am, but, but it's what I grew up with. Uh, he would stand there and in the most calm manner with the most calm voice, tell me the world was coming to an end and, but it would all be okay. <laughs> he was iconic. And, and again, as a kid growing up watching the, the, the news, um, he was a calming force in times and, and he had seen so much. I wonder, I was thinking, you know, what would Mr. Roberts be with, you know, 4D technology. I know. I've thought about that myself. Wouldn't that be interesting to plop him up and set him down in the middle of all this technology? Oh my gosh. Um, seriously, do want to remind people some things to keep in mind. If you're going to shovel snow, take breaks. Okay. Uh, that's a real hard thing on your heart. I don't care how in shape you think you are. Uh, take some breaks, be careful, don't overdo. Uh, again, don't go out if you don't have to, particularly as the day advances and the snow continues and looking out my windows, it looks like it's picked up quite a bit. Um, and and outed power outages, greatest concern this, in the middle of a storm like this, Ameren is standing by, they staged their trucks. You can go to their um, Website at AmerinIllinois.com, and you can call 1-800-755-5000, um, and they will respond. But understand, they have to respond in a certain order uh, to how they, they deal with that. It's, uh, it's a fascinating thing. I think I've always been intrigued by the, how they attract stuff. It's Whenever we've had them on and talked about that, it's, um, it's not willy-nilly. They're very careful about how they do it. So they can keep their own people safe too. Linda, and we want to remind folks that uh, check on your neighbors, especially if you have some seniors, uh, as, as, as the next couple of days progress, just to make sure that everything's okay. Uh, a reminder too, you know, as our heating and air conditioning systems have changed, if you have a high efficiency furnace, uh, it used to be that your furnace would vent out the top of your house. And a lot of the new systems, they vent out the side of the house. So as snow builds up around the, you know, the outside of your house and the wind starts to blow, that's probably more, you know, tonight and tomorrow kind of thing. You do want to make sure that that area is clear uh, for that uh, pipe. And it's a PVC pipe that sticks out the side of the house. Um, and so that's something to consider as well. And you're right about the, the shoveling of snow, you know, especially if you're a senior, it can wait. Um, and also don't be afraid to ask for some help. Uh, yep. if that, uh, you know, if that's the case, I saw something yesterday in the city of Champaign, which I thought was, was really clever and, and, and appropriate. And that is the Champaign Centennial high school football team, uh, is, uh, once the snow stops, uh, they were making them, they were making the players available, uh, in particular for seniors to go out and shovel snows, uh, drive oh. seniors. And then taking, you know, goodwill donations, which would support the kids 
athletic programs over at Centennial High School. I saw that and I thought that was a really good idea. It uh, really is, yeah. So again, yeah. what this town does, Linda, better than you know, better than most. We take care of our own. We take we look after each other, and you know, over the course of the next. 48 hours and, and, and beyond, we would just have to have a whole lot of that. And again, despite what the uh, 20-something uh, Florida TV anchors that are now up here and are all excited about snow, hair on fire, oh my God, oh my God, it's the apocalypse. It's snow. It's East Central Illinois. We, we, will, we, will, <laughs> we will survive. We will continue. And we will be okay. Michael, well, you're, you're, what? You one final note here on that, and, and kind of clever, the city of Mount Vernon issued a release yesterday. It's Mount Vernon, Illinois, in southern Illinois. And it was about 10 different points of how to react to a snow emergency. And it was all tongue-in-cheek, and it, it, they, you know, they obviously have a very good sense of humor. I would, I would look, look for that on Facebook or on Twitter. But number one, the number one thing to do in a snow emergency, according to the city of uh, Mount Vernon, is panic. There you Number go. Two is go to the grocery store and buy a loaf of bread for every half inch of snow predicted. <laughs> hey, Michael, go get your coffee. Thank I will. you. Then I'm getting off the street. So yes, right. please, please do. do. All right, join me tomorrow. We'll be talking to hopefully to John Bodensteiner about the Bismarck uh, Pancake Day coming up. Uh, what that's all about. So join us tomorrow. Please be safe. Don't be stupid. Join us tomorrow for Newsmakers 1490 WDAN. I'm Linda Bolton. Danville's Talk Station, 1490 WDAN-Danville, W284-DD-Danville, and online at vermilioncountyfirst.com. You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.